Hello, everyone, and welcome to our podcast, The Love and Dating Guru with Dr. Den, an industry expert. I'm very excited about this show as it will bring new insight to our many listeners about the dating challenges in the 21st century and the do's and don'ts when seeking your soulmate. Everything you need or want to learn about the how-tos of dating and relationship will be discussed here. How to avoid being put into friend zone after the first date, being catfished, conned, or getting scammed, and so much more will be covered in this podcast. Toxic relationship can cause strife, breakup, or divorces. Infidelity, trust issue, trouble finances can contribute to these challenges. Guests appearing on our show are experts in this industry, sharing their insight about what you can encounter in any stage of dating, getting into relationship, and whatever else comes next. My name is Dr. Dan, and I'm your host for today's episode. I'm a bilingual cognitive behavior psychotherapist specializing in relationship, marriage counseling using the EFT method, and post-divorce strategies when transitioning back into a single life. I provide individual one-on-one session in both French or English and also do group settings. If you need any assistance, reach out to DMV Therapy and Coaching Services at 301-325-1550. And our official website is metalifecoach.online. Now today, I'm very excited to have for our eighth episode of season two, a very special guest and relationship expert, Sabrina Oso. And just like all my previous podcasts, I will leave it up to the guests to properly introduce themselves as no one can do a better job. Sabrina, the floor is yours. Thank you so much, Dr. Dan. This is so great. I'm so happy to be here with you and your listeners. My name is Sabrina Oso from Oso Safe. Feel safe where you live, work, and play. I'm a speaker and consultant on promoting safety and preventing violence in the workplace, schools, but in particular in your place of residence. So uh, this is very fitting as everything that we do involves relationships in some capacity. So uh, that's me in a nutshell. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much, Sabrina, for being here today and inspiring our many listeners that are always craving for new knowledge when it comes to relationship. Now, as you know, this is the love and dating guru. So we're not going to focus too much on work relationship, but primarily romantic relationship and to be able to see how can people understand what are the signs that a relationship is going on the good, on the right way or the bad way. So now, obviously, we have a lot of different personalities in relationship. We have narcissistic behaviors. We have bipolar disorders. We have a lot of those. Um, so what really for you constitute a safe and, um, and mutual good relationship? The number one ingredient I'm finding, and this crosses over all relationships, but especially romantic relationships, is respect. Respect, respect, respect. Uh, verbally, physically, sexually, uh, emotionally, in every regard. If there is no respect, then the relationship will suffer on multiple levels. So I would say that is the, it's very, very key. Uh, yes, people say communication. Of course, that's all important. How we communicate with our with our significant other, whether we're married or not, whether we're just dating, whether it's a one night stand, mm-hmm. whether it's, it, it doesn't matter whether we've been dating for quite some time with the same person. Respect is, is very, very important because then you can, there's room for everything else as far as communication, as far as uh, you say to the person, what is it that you need? What is it that they need? And at every level. So I would say respect is, it's just the most important thing in any relationship. Um, I hope I answered the question. If, if I have to put it in one word. 
Well, no, that's good. Simplicity is always key. <laughs> um, but okay, so when people start, especially when it comes to dating after COVID and people going back into the dating scene, meeting people face-to-face -face instead of Zoom, um, now, is there like a, a transitional phase, especially that people, uh, social skills somewhat atrophied during COVID because no one was going out, no one was interacting with other people, no one was able to get out of their little home to be able to explore uh, the dating scene. So uh, are, are people now noticing that they no longer have that capability or aptitude to be able to interact with people in the normal way? I believe that it's a practice I think with COVID, we had to practice communicating behind a screen, right? In some type of screen. So that was an adjustment. Now that COVID is subsiding, we have to practice what we used to do before, which was meeting with people and networking, uh, dating, networking, if you will, uh, communicating, um, going out and meeting people for the first time or going out to dinner with your significant other or uh, and it's just a, an adjustment. So I want to say to your listeners, don't don't put so much pressure on yourselves uh, something that I, I like saying is do it wrong until you get it right. <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but that way you, you, you don't make judgments on yourself so much. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to go out with somebody and say, oh, wow, maybe I should have said this. Maybe I should have brought flowers. Maybe I should have brought candy. Maybe, oh, I didn't know that the person had a chocolate uh, um, a chocolate a a allergy. Uh, it's okay. Don't. Mm, my right. advice is that don't don't be so hard on yourself because now we have to relearn connecting one on one, and and that's going to take some time. But make your mistakes, and and you'll adjust as you go along. It's it's okay. But okay, so when it comes to those mistakes, uh, Sabrina, um, obviously there's so much or so many mistakes that you can do because obviously the first time that you meet someone, you don't know who they are. You, they don't know who you are. You try to get to know each other a little bit more, et cetera. But again, the thing is, is that we, we forget how to socialize. We forget. And when you say mistake, but to what, to, to what degree can a mistake be done without doing enough damage and for people to think that I'm not dateable or I'm, I'm not going to succeed in the dating scene and then just, you know, kind of like quit because a lot of people have that tendency to say uh, there's no one out there for me right right uh i think that the more you go out uh the better it is at this point ap after covid so if you're dating someone and you see that there are warning signs that maybe the person is not a good fit. And there are warning signs, like especially if you're in the, uh, and we could talk about this later in the interview, but like the danger zone. I mean, that person you need to stay away from period over and out. So there are red flags. But if you, if you already start to make judgments after a couple of dates and you say, look, I'm, I'm not dateable. I did this wrong. I did that wrong. Uh, you are sabotaging yourself and you don't want to do that. So, I mean, you can, I would say 
hopefully you have some good friends that you can quote unquote practice on if you will if you have to if you have to practice some of those social skills maybe maybe just even be in the company of strangers with no intention of dating and just be in their company uh at a a library um at a store at a a little coffee shop a shop excuse me to start up a conversation with perfect strangers i think that gets rid of some of the um the scariness like oh my gosh i'm out there again uh and that way if you make a mistake well it's a stranger yeah who cares you know it's fine you know it's it's fine and you can make your mistakes there you know uh and then and then i would say though the most important thing is you're going to make mistakes allow yourself to make those mistakes it's it's not the end of the world if if maybe it didn't work out with that person maybe it wasn't supposed to work out with that person so so um so i i would allow for uh not to be so hard on yourself that would be i hope i answer the question regarding oh. dating Yes, absolutely. Now, um in your practice, uh, Sabrina, um especially when it comes to relationship, what what are the most common issues that you see people coming to you and telling you this is the problem that I'm facing, how to solve it? Yes, uh well, I find that especially in the line of work that I do, um what are the warning signs when it's a, a danger zone? <laughs> and you're dating someone and Wow, uh I I really like the person and this is mind you male or female. So I don't want to go into this interview or any interview to say look it's always the woman who's the victim and then I'm not I don't take that position at all. I don't so say we are very um neutral. Uh it could be either either or male or female. So uh for example what constitutes say uh warning signs for if you're in the danger zone if the person is starting to make you change the way you look let's say you like to wear short skirts or uh you have a good a good look to you whether male or female and all of a sudden you're self-conscious like wow i used to not wear those pants uh or i used to wear those pants and now i really shouldn't because it upsets her or him uh i used to wear more designer clothes and and it makes that person uncomfortable these are subtle warning signs um i find that people ask me well what about money i'm in the relationship with someone i'm dating them and they they already want to know about my money Mm-hmm. that's a bit of a warning sign especially if they want to kind of go on to your account oh yeah uh that's a big big red flag like asking you about how much money you have in the bank uh wow how much money do you spend i mean regular conversation is fine but especially if you just met the person and a couple of days a couple of dates a couple of weeks go by and all of a sudden you're in any way if you're made to feel uncomfortable these are all red flags isolation is another big one that's a warning sign any isolation from friends from family uh the whole jealousy mm-hmm. uh like things are disguised under jealousy when really it's control right it's uh possess possession these are all red flags so 
when people come up to me and ask me situations like they'll paint the picture and ask for my my expertise or my my advice these are some of the things that that I advise on like look you have to know in your mind on a regular basis I deserve to be in a good relationship I deserve to be in a good relationship this has to be said to you to yourself you have to say that to yourself over and over again there's plenty of fish in the sea as the saying goes don't shortchange yourself for someone that gives you some attention, especially if that attention is bad. Um, I hope I answered the question. Yes, I mean, uh, some, some approach that I see a lot in my practice is where people, when they first go out with that person, the, the, uh, either like a woman or a man, they, they will be like what we call love bombing. And they always will declare their love for them. Oh my God, you are the light of my life. You're this, you're that. And that's really quick into the, the meeting process. That is actually another red flag because what they're trying to do is draw you in and when they have full control and then basically manipulate or control you. But here's, here's the, the challenge, Sabrina, is that you were talking about, especially in the beginning, but when the, the relationship is already really going and, and, and moving forward and all that where the woman or the men are actually falling for the other person and this is where the control begins now we're talking about already them being an integrated part of their mind their soul their emotions etc how do you detach yourself from this toxic relationship yes uh you have to know the warning signs and you have to know that uh this is not how it started. As you're going into, as you move along in a relationship, it should get better and stronger. Yes, there's going to be challenges. There's going to be arguing. There's going to be disagreements and conflict. But again, I want to go back to respect. Respect has to be there the whole time. From the moment that you start with someone to the moment that you end with someone. And that ending could be a breakup. It could be a sickness. It could be death. It could be, there has to be respect. So if there, if the respect quality, the respect element is dissipating or lessening or becoming sacrificed, if you will, or where it's no longer present in any way, shape, or form, you have to sever. You have to sever the relationship. And, and I know the deeper you're in, the harder it is to sever, especially if there's marriage, if there's you're in, you cohabit, right? You cohabit with someone. Um, if there's children involved, it makes things so much more complicated. I understand. However, uh, we have something at Oso Safe called the Oso Safe Home Sweet Home Package. And we are shopping this around, marketing this to the real estate industry, where, where we're saying, look, once you enter a real estate contract with someone, whether you rent, whether you own, whether you have a mortgage or not, if you demonstrate any abusive behavior, you get evicted. 
you get expelled from the residence. Mm -hmm. So the, it's not the victim's responsibility anymore um, to a certain degree, because now safety is a regular part of residency, a mandatory, a requirement now. Mm -hmm. So this helps everybody, the children, the adults, the neighbors, no matter where you live, this is what we are introducing into the real estate industry. So, uh, and this relates to obviously relationships. Sometimes as, well, human beings, we don't see clearly when we are in a fog of, like you said, love or supposed love or supposed, wow, this person reminds me of someone that I really cared about. Uh, and then you latch on to that memory, but it's no longer true. It's no longer that person. Uh, and, and usually, usually people that are manipulative, that are dominating, they know what they're doing. Oh, yeah. uh, like you said, they, they'll, they'll love bomb to kind of hook you and then once they have you in your grip, well, that's it. Then you're, you're in their grip. Um, but we say at Oso Safe, there's always warning signs. We do education in real estate properties, whether you're, whether you're single, whether you're married, whether you're just going out with someone. So that way, you know, ahead of time, wow, I'm, I'm in the red zone. You know, I'm in the red flag zone. I better break it off now. Um, and there's technology also that is that is uh, that combines with the with the education. Uh, but for the scope of this interview, I, I want your listeners to know that you you have to know that your self esteem, your self worth, has to come first. Your children, if you're a parent and you're divorced or you broke up with somebody, your children want to see you happy. They want to see you in a good relationship. Um, a good test of who you're dating, if, if, if the person is right for you and you have children, if the child likes that person, that's a big green, it's a green light. But if the kid, if your child has reservation and in the, in the beginning, that's normal, right? Uh, oh, I don't like him because of this. I don't like her because of that. But over time, that should, uh, that should lessen. And if the kid, the child likes your partner, that's a good sign. That's a good sign. You know, so I hope I answered the question, Dr. Dan. Yes. So um, obviously it's, you know, it, it's, it's a mind game because if we go back to those who are very toxic, either narcissistic people, etc., and I've seen a lot of couples that have uh, a spouse that is narcissistic. And the thing is, is that it, it's it's hard, especially if they're so um, involved in the relationship, they are afraid of being either rejected, they're afraid of abandonment, they are afraid of. Uh, not being valued or not being acknowledged or anything of that sort from the other person. So the, the detachment or to severe that relationship is easier said than done, Sabrina. And because of that, maybe the, the woman is financially dependent to the other guy or the, the spouse. Maybe they, uh, they have so much assets, so it makes it so much more complicated to just severe the relationship with the marriage 
then they just stick around on something that is not really safe for the woman or the man. Because also, as you said, you cannot be focusing on the man or the woman's fault because some men are also physically abused by their wife. So that happens all the time. So in, in that regard, I mean, is there um, resources out there that can help either way, either couple through this process? Yes, uh, I wanna say that if you are in a toxic relationship, it's always going to get worse, always. The longer you stay, or, or I should say, because see, we at Also Safe, we say, if you're the victim, you stay right where you are. I entitled my TEDx talk, if you're a victim of home violence, don't leave, stay. It's the abuser that has to go. The mm -hmm. abuser is the one that has to leave and not come back. So why should you be the one to be running around like a refugee if you're the victim and then the kids and, and run around like a refugee when it's the abuser that should be leaving to make residency safer? Um, I want to say that I, I am a survivor of violence. My father beat my mother on a regular basis and my parents stayed for me, quote unquote. Oh, okay. But that is an excuse. As I am older now and I can look back, they were afraid to start anew. And my therapist has said to me, you go towards what you're used to, even if what you're used to is bad. If you're used to it and it's unhealthy, but it's familiar to you, you're going to stay with that. Correct. But a therapist, uh, we are big proponents of therapy at Oso Safe, huge. So a therapist can help that th these people who are in toxic relationships to get them to open their eyes and say, look, you have options. Uh, this is you're not doing your children any favors by staying. Yes, you may have maybe uh, um, your money situation is going to change where, OK, instead of having uh, um, the Egyptian, the Egyptian uh, um, cotton blend of sheets. Well, you're still going to be OK with uh, uh uh, betting from Target, from Walmart, <laughs> you know, it, at least you'll have peace of mind just to give an example. And your kids can respect you for that because that way they won't make the same mistakes when they go on to have relationships. Um, so you don't want to stay in. Uh, and when I say stay, I have to be careful with my words, because like I said, at Oso Safe, we are big proponents of if you're the victim, you're the one that should stay. It's the abuser that has to be uh, expelled from the residence. Um, so when I say, uh, and that requires courage, right? That requires uh, uh, a sense of um, a sense of look. I I'm not going to stand this any stand for this anymore. This is not helping me. This is not helping my children. This is affecting every aspect of my life. Um, you need to go, you need to go. And, and this is going to help everybody all around. Um, uh, you cannot live with an abuser, Dr. Dan, you can't, you could try to make it work. You could try, uh, you can tiptoe around the house. 
you can, you know, if, if you're getting, um, like you said, uh, you're living with a narcissist, but that's an abuser. You can't make it work with a, a violent, abusive, chaotic, dysfunctional individual. Uh, it's never going to work. And you know what? It's not meant to work. Um, so I hope I answer the question. Yes, definitely. Now, um, when it comes to the the whole process, like for example, people going back into dating scene, people going back into meeting new people. Um, now, obviously, it gets it, it takes some time to really to get to know the other person and to be able to understand what type of person they are, and especially if they um, you know just finished or they just ended a very difficult relationship. So you have to also understand that they have to kind of like transition and understand that the past relationship has nothing to do with the present one or the new one that they're going to enter. Um, but people always will remember. They'll say, oh, this new person acted exactly the same way as my ex-boyfriend in the beginning, but then it turned out to be a disaster. So when, when can you say that if, if history repeats itself, can they just cut ties? because it sounds so familiar from what it was before, or they could just continue and give it a chance and not just jump too quickly into conclusion. If you feel in any way, shape or form endangered in any way, shape or form, I would say, trust your gut instinct. Uh, and that's verbal, physical or sexual in those three realms, you know, verbal, physical, or sexual uh, uh, parts of your existence um, and communicate that with that person. Like say, look, um, I really like you. I really like where we're going. But when you said this mm -hmm. or when you did it this, it, it, tri it triggered me, right? And, and it reminded me of my past I came out of a bad relationship. I know we just met, but I just want to be, I just, I just want to do, put my best foot forward and, 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 and to let you know that that bothered me. Uh, and I want to communicate that with you. Beautiful. And now that person, if that person is um, well worth your time, they would respond wow, I'm so sorry, uh, something along those lines. I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to have it as a trigger. I didn't know I will make sure that I don't say that or do this or whatever, whatever. However, if they respond, well, that's your problem. And um, uh, well, it's not a big deal. You're just being self-conscious that's that's not the response you know so it all goes back to respect yes. so if the person respects you um they will make adjustments and they will make some changes so so uh yeah so i hope i answer the question yes, definitely <laughs> um so where can people find you if they have to seek your services sabrina sure uh the website is ososafe.com uh, my direct email is sabrina at ososafe.com. I am on all the major social media platforms, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram. Uh, I just started a TikTok. Uh, and yeah, so that those would be the best ways. Beautiful. So listeners, you've heard her. 
Um, if you have any question related to a safe relationship and all the red flags that you may encounter in any of your present and future relationship, you know who to call. And on that note, that is all the time that we have for today's podcast. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your very busy schedule, Sabrina, to join us and sharing your extensive knowledge in the field of dating and relationship. Now, the many recommendations you share to our loyal listeners will help them better navigate through these choppy waters. Now, we hope that you've all enjoyed today's episode, and I'm also very excited about the many upcoming industry experts that we have scheduled for season two of the Love and Dating Guru with Dr. Dan podcast, filled with very valuable tip and advice, just like the one that you listened today. My name is Dr. Dan Emzalag, and you may all stay safe, sane, and smart when searching for that special someone. Stay tuned for our next episode.